Hello everyone, welcome to my show Karib Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, C-suite executives and leaders and allies who inspire you with nuggets of wisdom. This is your host Priyanka Komla and to our listeners do subscribe to us Karib Startup Podcast through our LinkedIn live by following me Priyanka Komla or our Karib Startup Podcast page or our hashtag Karib Startup. We're also available on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Today I have with me Human 2.0 and let me unveil who that is. Hi Mark Metri, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm excellent and I'm so excited to have Mark you on the show. To our listeners, Mark is a well-known thought leader on LinkedIn and on Twitter. If you follow him, you know who he is. But here I am giving you some brief introduction about this amazing guy. And as part of our October Mental Health Awareness Month, I felt Mark uh, does a lot of great things which he's overcome in his own personal life, be it with social anxiety and leading a life that you designed for yourself. So a wonderful guest on our milestone 45th episode of Career Startup Podcast. Thank you so much for having me and and yeah, you know, I I do a lot of different things but mental health is something that I'm really correlated and connected with because I just think it's one of the most important things and I have been in times where I thought I had everything I wanted in the world, money, social status and yet you still don't really feel successful if your own brain, if your own mental and emotional capacities are working against you. And so after seeing seeing that within my own self, interviewing so many successful people, billionaires, and and kind of hearing the same thing, it's truly just forced me to point my message towards this because it's one of the most important things that we need to address as a society all over the world. That's amazing, Mark. Let's check out who our listeners are for today. We have uh, Vani Muthi, who says, wonderful, great duo. Thank you, Vani, and we're so excited you're joining our show today. Now, to our listeners of Career Startup Podcast, let me tell you who Mark is. I look at him in three different ways. One, he's a young tech wizard who's transformed himself to his best version by overcoming social anxiety. Two, he believes in giving back to the community as a host of Global Top 100 Humans 2.0 podcast. And three, and the best aspect of all, which I really admire about Mark, is he's a very humble and kind leader who shares his wisdom and is very approachable. So kudos to you, Mark, uh, on being such an amazing person, a human being itself. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I, try, I just try my best every day. And, um, you know, I... I know people who are way more successful than me, but you know, a really important mindset that I've had to learn is that it's always day one. It's always day one of, of whatever you're doing. Um, and so, yeah, I always keep that in mind and I have so many problems, but I just try my best to do it every day. And, uh, yeah, it's a daily 24 seven process for sure. I like your attitude and that brings me to the first question I'm super excited to ask you. You started as an entrepreneur at age seven selling baseball cards and Pokemon cards. And I know you do have immigrant roots with your parents from Egypt. Tell us how does it feel being an immigrant, not knowing how to speak English and being an entrepreneur at such a tender age? Yeah, so it's really weird. Um, you know, I think that 
I think the fact that, you know, I, I'm, I'm the son of immigrants. I think it's taught me so many different things from, you know, constantly moving around as a kid to my parents, you know, not really making that much money to being poor. Um, it's just truly taught me how to be okay with things that are uncertain, how to be okay on shaky ground. And, you know, for example, today, you know, our world is going through COVID-19, a pandemic and an economic recession. A lot of people are under uncertainty. And so those two things are correlated. And so I feel like I have been able to have that unshakable core because of the fact that very early on in my life, I went through so much uncertainty. And so today it makes me truly like, even if everything sucks, even if I have no idea what's going to go on, whether it's in my business or the economy or politics or whatever, it, I'm still like, okay about it. And, um, and that's a skill that I don't, um, I don't take for granted because it's so, so important. That's pretty awesome. Thank you so much, Mark, for sharing those vulnerable moments as well. And I think our childhood really defines who we end up being, right, as an adult. Yeah, it does. You know, there, I mean, yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, if you look at science, science will tell you that from basically ages zero to eight, that is when your brain is setting up your psychology. That is when your brain is hardwiring neurons and myelin sheath highways that essentially go on to create your behavior as an adult. But, you know, you can always still change as an adult. You know, so it's, it's both. It's like, Hey, early part of your life, super, super, super important. But then even if you're later, you can still change, you know? And so it, it's both of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you look at the science, you look at psychology, what you go through from zero to eight really creates your life. And then from, you know, ages eight until you're 15, that creates mo most of your social um, you know, perspective and how your brain should interact with the world. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a, that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. You know, like I, I look at my beginning of my life and I'm like, you, you know, there were a lot of great things. You know, there was a lot of curiosity. There was a lot of trying to deal with uncertainty. Uh, I, my parents loved me a lot. And so I, you know, I think like all of us, we've experienced good and bad things in our childhood. Um, and I think it's just a matter of becoming self-aware and realizing that and then just just realizing it so you can deal with it. Um, and I think a lot of people, they just try, just naturally speaking, this is the way our brain's created. A lot of people just try to ignore things that have happened a while ago. And they're like, oh, that, that doesn't have anything to do with who I am today. But the reality is, is it probably does. And I think a lot of people just haven't recounted their life. Um, and so, yeah, I think doing like some sort of a life review to gain awareness over your life and who you were at early times, um, you know, sometimes this happened to me in like dramatic moments where like my life flashes before my eyes, but um, recounting who you were is so important because it then gives you the psychological framework to then create a new person and create your future. That's fabulous advice, you know, looking at our life by pausing for a moment and really introspecting what are some traits that we've carried from her childhood. And for you, I believe that grit, perseverance, and resilience have really shaped you into being this human 2.0 that you're today. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's like tens of thousands of factors. But, you know, ultimately, 
you know, everyone has their own life. Everyone's gone through what they've gone through. And ultimately, you know, for me, it's just like, I'm trying to put a message out there of like, it doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter where you are from. It doesn't matter where your parents are from. The reality is, is that you, if you choose to, you can really upgrade every single area of your life. And you can do that with your mental health, with your business, with your, who you are, uh, a movement, a podcast. Um, and so that's really, that's really my main message. And, um, and everyone has their own origin story version of this. And that's the beauty behind life. You know, there's 8 billion different stories. And I think in some ways we're all telling the same story, but I think in a lot of ways it's, it's different to each person, but we have more in common then we do a part, all of us. That's very true. And one of our listeners just chimed in, Surubilal, who talks about how self-awareness is so important and we need to look at, at some points in our life as well. So thank you, Surubi, for that comment as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's funny because I uh, I put out a video yesterday on my LinkedIn with, um, with me and Jay Shetty. And we talked about the number one reason why people don't have self-awareness. And you actually look at it. And the reason why people don't have self-awareness is because people are never still. You know, it's always like, oh, I got to go do that thing. I got to go do this. I got to go to this routine. I got to take care of my kids. I got to do this job. I got to sleep. I got to do that, 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 that. And the reality is, is that if you don't have time to slow down and gain stillness, it's very hard to change your perspective. And if you are living your life based on one perspective, you are not you know, being as strategic as you could be. And so the way that you gain self-awareness is literally by sitting down with yourself and being still. And like, for example, you know, I think at the start of the pandemic, I think a lot of us were kind of forced to do this where, you know, a lot of us, you know, still busy lives, uh, but a lot of us were literally forced to not leave our house. And so, you know, that may cause some stillness that may cause some anxiety, depending on who you are. Uh, but gaining stillness is so important for self-awareness and it's especially so important for entrepreneurs, people who are busy, parents, people who don't have time to like slow down. That's exactly what you need to do to gain self-awareness. You know, the COVID pandemic has definitely helped us value our life, value our relationships. And the fact that you don't have to be on the go and super busy loaded with a checklist of things that you have to do. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's also very hard too. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's always both sides of it. Very true, Mark, because it's unlearning a lot of behavior that we're so ingrained into doing from a very young age. So uh, it's a challenge, but I think it's it's time for us to just review, just give it a pause and review where uh, life is taking us. Now, tell us this, Mark. Uh, you started as someone who didn't speak English and here you are today hosting your podcast, which is one of the top podcasts, Humans 2.0, interviewing hundreds of top leaders. What is one advice that you give to yourself to keep that inner drive going on a daily basis? That's so interesting. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really think I have a choice anymore. <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think just like who I am, my psychology, my mindset, my physiology, who I've created myself to be, the life that I have, the systems, the people who I've surrounded myself to be. To be honest with you, I don't really have an issue with with like keeping up the drive because I know that, I don't know, if something happens today and I'm like, wow, that sucks and that's so sad and I get depressed and I don't do anything for the rest of the day, I know tomorrow <laughs> – 
my brain is going to wake up and it's going to motivate me to, to, to do better, to try to make up for yesterday. Um, and so honestly, I don't necessarily think the drive is the problem, at least for me. I think the biggest issue is just like, it's because of that drive that I, I know this might sound cocky, but I know that I'm going to be successful no matter what I do. Um, and the reason why is because that drive is always going. This fire, it's always going. It's always burning. And I think the next question would rather be, how do you make sure that your drive is moving, but you don't get burned from it? And I think a lot of us, we all have this drive. We all have something that motivates us, whether it's we just want to do better. We want to do better for our kids. We just want to be happy. We want to make more money. But I think what happens is we put ourselves in these unhealthy patterns and habits where we sacrifice our own mental health for the sake of productivity, for the sake of trying to be in some pattern that our brain thinks is going to make us successful. Um, and so that's it. However, however, I definitely think a while ago I didn't have a drive. And I think there's a lot of things that you could point to that. I think one is like your physiology. And so, for example, you know, I grew up and I had a lot of um, like chronic, chronic autoimmune health issues. And it actually turns out that most of those are caused by your diet, your food. And so for me, when I began to change my diet around, I stopped eating sugar, processed chemicals, uh, artificial crap. All of a sudden, it's like you get your human spirit back. You get your energy back. And at least in America, nobody really eats healthy. And so uh, I think that's one part of it. The second part of it is if you're not if you are not living the truth of your life, it doesn't matter what you do because you'll always feel unmotivated and apathetic. So for example, um, you know, this pattern usually starts when you're a kid where you, you know, for example, you know, you have a rule in your house that says no cookies before dinner time, and you're a little kid and you, you know, this rule, but you're like, Hey, I want a cookie. And so you, you grab, you steal a cookie and you hear your mom coming downstairs and your mom sees you, you know, with crumbs on your face. Your mom knows that you ate a cookie, obviously, because moms are really smart. Um, but you, you know, you know that you broke a rule. And so your mom asks you, she's like, Hey, Hey, Mark, or, or Hey, uh, Alex, or Hey, you know, Brittany, did you take a cookie? And a lot of times, you know, we love our parents. We don't want our parents to think bad of us. And so we're like, no, we, you know, we lie, right? We say, Hey, no, 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 we, we didn't, I didn't eat a cookie. Um, and so that may seem harmless. That may seem innocent, but the reality is, is that we get caught up in this pattern of lying and not prioritizing the truth very early on in our lives. And it becomes a pattern, a pattern that happens over the course of thousands of times. And the real detrimental effect of this is that every time you do that, you are essentially creating a version of your life. You're creating a version of reality where you are creating a fake version of yourself who just lied to somebody else. And you're taking the real authentic version of yourself and you're putting that in the back of your life. So you're creating a reality where you're conditioning yourself to be ruled based on the opinions of other people. 
because you don't want your mom to think lesser of you. And so we do that so many different times. Next thing you know, we're not actually living our own life. We're not actually living our own truthful, authentic life. And so if you're not living your life, how can you be motivated to do anything? And so that becomes really the biggest thing. And that's why you have people who they have to do something extreme or they have to do drugs, something extreme enough to wake them up to be like, oh, this is my life. This is how I feel connected. And so that's one of the biggest things is like, if you're not, if you feel like at a deep level, you're not motivated with your life, it's because you're not actually living your authentic, truthful life. And you need to go find or create that person who you're actually supposed to be. That's a pretty great way of looking at it, Mark. And I love the episode with Jay Shetty. Um, to our listeners, Jay Shetty is an amazing guy. You need to check him out on social media. Uh, his latest book, Think Like a Monk, really helps you, uh, you know, take a pause of your life and enhance your self-awareness. And uh, Mark is such a great guy who brings the best out of his own guests as well. So thank you for that wonderful uh, episode too. Now let's talk about your healthy lifestyle, uh, Mark, given it's October Mental Health Awareness Month. What is one tip that you would give for our listeners to lead a, a mindful life? Because you're someone who's overcome depression, social anxiety, being a shy kid growing up. One advice for our listeners? Yeah. So this is it, right? Everyone today is is interested in, in mindset. Everyone today is interested in your mind. And the reality is, is that your mind is like, you know, this is this is like a technology. Your mind is like the software. And so your mind is your thoughts. It is the books that you read, the podcasts you listen to. And the problem is, is that most people, they only try to address that. But this is the thing. If you try to go and, and not attack, but you try to go on the offense in your own mind, your mind is infinitely smarter than you. Your mind knows all of your weaknesses and knows all of your insecurities. It will use them against you. And so the biggest thing that I found that's truly helped me control my mind is not necessarily the software, but it's the hardware, right? And so what is the hardware? The hardware is whatever your, your mind, your mindset is installed in. And that is literally your brain, the physical organ that is your brain. And if you are an average human being, in 2020 that lives in a developed country, your brain is probably heavily inflamed due to not going outside enough, due to excessive alcohol, sugar, uh, eating the wrong kinds of foods, not eating enough of the right kinds of foods, um, not being in a good sleep pattern, not exercising, um, not connecting yourself with, with people, not connecting yourself with nature. All of these things will destroy someone's brain that even if they are a very nice person, they're very kind, they were taught the right things, they have a great mind. If their brain is not working, your mind will not work. And so the biggest thing to do for mental health awareness is to look at your brain. It's to start addressing some of these fundamental layers that our ancestors have known for thousands of years, but now because of the modern world has bastardized it. And we are now taking psychology and companies are using psychology and really good marketing to take advantage of your human psychology. And so what do I mean by this? These are junk food companies. And what I mean is, you know, if you, if you uh, do any kind of research of like grocery stores, at least in America, you will realize that the aisle in which 
kids, little kids break down crying and screaming is in the cereal aisle. And why is that? That's because billions of dollars have been invested into understanding how the human brain works. There's a color theory that says human beings over thousands of years developed the ability to see color because we were trying to search out for fruits in the forest and fruits are very bright colored. And so cereal companies, they all know this. And so if you realize all cereal boxes that have a ton of sugar, that have a ton of crap are all extremely brightly colored. They're all red and yellow and blue and pink and, and, and bright green. And so kids are walking by their, their, their brain is telling them, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. They're probably not being well nourished. And so their body is literally about to have a panic response because they are not getting what they want. And so that is one very small aspect that goes to show you of today, you know, mental health awareness, everyone says, Hey, you know, for mental health awareness, you should, you should go take a bath and eat a slice of chocolate cake. (laughs) And the reality is, it's like, Hey, yeah, you know, if you've never done that stuff and you're super hard on yourself, that may be a good thing for you to do. However, the reality is, is that these chemicals, these flavors, these preservatives that are more common in America than any other developed country on earth, because we don't really have any regulations to deal with this stuff compared to, for example, um, the European Union that has banned over 500 chemical preservatives because there are studies that show, hey, guess what? If you consume certain foods, your child has a 50% more increased chance of getting ADHD or having behavioral problems. And so truly, the best thing that you can do for your mental health is eat a healthy whole uh, whole diet um, and sleep well and exercise well and go outside in the sun and talk with people that you love and go in nature. And if you do those things, your mental health will be better than most people who are inside all day and they're taking bathtubs and they're eating chocolate cake because they want to feel good. When in reality, we need to actually look at the legitimate science that actually shows cause and effect of this is how you make your brain better. You make your brain better by giving it the raw nutrients, resources it needs. And that's not chocolate, Oreos, and Doritos. You know, that's very interesting in terms of a psychological aspect as well, combined with the scientific evidence that we have in terms of how our brains react to food, nature, uh, you know, health, living a, a mindful lifestyle. So thank you for that wonderful advice. And, you know, this morning I... I actually spent a good amount of my time doing my yoga, meditation, and going out for a run in nature. And I feel like super excited and pumped up. Uh, that makes a huge difference, like from a regular lifestyle to actually taking time and investing in yourself for almost an hour. And uh, I feel the drive and the energy that you have is like significantly different. Yeah, it's literally totally different. And I, I do yoga, I meditate, I go for a run. I didn't run today, but um, but I went to the gym. And, and, you know, like really a lot of people think that Depending on how well known, um, or not well known, depending on how well aware of mental health you know, a lot of people they understand this. Okay, this is basic science. I need to do X, Y, and Z. And then some people think that this doesn't really affect your life. You know, some people haven't been taught the science. I used to be one of them. I didn't. I didn't know better. And you know, when when people start talk, talking to you about meditation and yoga and running, and you're like, what does that have anything to do with my mental health? 
it just means that you need to do more research. You need to go out there. You need to look at the information because truly when someone knows why they should be doing something, they do it because like you, you feel like you're on target. You know, you're probably going to do a better interview. You're probably going to be more productive. You probably know that you're going to be a better person overall. And so if you know that something works, you're going to do it. And so I think it's just spreading more awareness, more information out there to people. And, um, you know, like just as an example, you know, before this, I was on a, um, I was on a, I was doing this virtual keynote with over a thousand people, young, younger people, not all of them, but mostly younger people. And I was, I started to talk about food and I started to talk about how that literally forms your brain. And I want to say like maybe 75% of the people had no idea. And so if you just gain that fact and you do your own research and you look at why, then you're like, oh, wow, I can use this as a tool to empower myself to change my life and to change my brain. And you do that day in and day out and day after day. Then after like five years, you'll be like me, where it's like this just becomes a part of your life. You are who you are. You're becoming a greater person every single day. And it's just because that you're doing it. Right. It, it's just part of your routine and lifestyle. So thank you for that splendid advice. And I hope our listeners uh, can think about like if Priyanka and Mark can do it, so can everybody else. It's just taking those little steps to creating a better version of who you are. Uh, Mark, you've recently uh, done a TEDx talk. You've also appeared on Amazon Prime docuseries about uh, social movement. Tell us a little bit about those experiences and how it has helped you become a better leader as well, who is very influential in the community. Yeah, so my um, my TEDx talk is on the same topic of my book, which is uh, Screw Being Shy. It's about social anxiety. Um, and um, and yeah, this Amazon Prime documentary series of social movement. You know, basically what it is, is it's basically a conscious, socially responsible version of Shark Tank, where it's like instead of trying to just like raise money to like sell random products, and fund random startups is basically how can we solve the world's biggest issues through business, through entrepreneurship. And so my team is tasked with reinventing the education system. And so one of the biggest things that we're trying to do is just like, hey, before people can, you know, memorize the multiplication table, kids at a very early age should be taught how to use their mind. Kids should be taught a lot of these very basic tools that if we put them in the general population, it would fundamentally change the course of, of generations. Um, and so we're trying to put in a lot of sort of basic human skills at the very start of someone's uh, educational experience. And there's so many like problems. <laughs> there's so many issues, uh, you know, as you're trying to change any system in the world, um, but really trying to prioritize to teach kids instead of algebra, instead of, um, you know, like Christopher Columbus landed this or whatever. It's like, Hey, this is how you should control your mind. This is how you should manage your emotions. This is how you talk with other people. This is how you communicate with other people. Um, this is how you regulate your own emotions. All of these extremely fundamental skills that I had to learn as an adult by myself because nobody taught me because the education system didn't teach me. And so that's one of the biggest issues. And, and the biggest, you know, uh, problem behind this is just the fact that most adults in our society today that could be teachers, that could be superintendents of schools, they don't know these things in the first place. And so how are you going to get a population of adults who are supposed to be leaders, teach people who they don't even know. And so there needs to be a fundamental 
re-education across. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what generation you are. We all could learn something. And so that's what my team is trying to focus on for that project. That's pretty amazing. And I'm so glad, Mark, you're focused on making this world a better place. And education plays a crucial role because you're modeling the future citizens of our country through education from a very young age. And I agree with this part of it because as somebody who grew up in India and we are more focused on a, a rote learning system where you just have to buy hard things to get the, uh, uh, to get the GPA that you want versus really understanding the science behind nature, technology, engineering, so that kids become fascinated by it rather than saying, this is a checklist that you'll have to do in order to be in that spelling bee competition, right? 100%, yeah, absolutely. And like another big one is too, is just like teaching people how to learn, how to use social media. You know, like there's all this talk now of how social media is, you know, can be, a, a, you know, a toxic or a damaging thing. And it totally can be. But it's it depends on the user, it depends on how you use it. And and I you know, I honestly think that we should make some sort of class that everybody should take that teaches you how to use social media, that teaches you, hey, you know, don't click on this. This is what a hack looks like, this is what a scam looks like. Uh, you know, don't use social media when you feel like you're alone, when you're hungry. Um, you know, be careful of filters and anybody can edit their face to make them look like a model. And so I think there needs to be like a fundamental social media class that needs to teach people. Because honestly, if we can teach people that, then we can teach people how to use technology and the internet in an appropriate manner. And I fundamentally believe that is going to solve most of our problems from poverty to empowering people to getting ideas, breaking down cultural walls. And so I think that's like another fundamental thing that needs to happen as well. That's a very interesting aspect because we look at policies and regulations to make it happen, right? But it starts with us, you know, as parents, as uh, as people who are responsible for, you know, young kids or just our fellow citizens in the country. How do we create that awareness to understand how the world works in social media, cybersecurity, and you know, basic things that you got to be just careful about? Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I think um, I, I'm not. You know, I think in America, or at least in my friend group, um, waiting on the government to help you with something is a lost cause. Like, there's just no way it's going to happen. It's impossible. Um, the best bet is you doing it yourself, you getting a team together, people becoming an entrepreneur, doing it yourself, and then influencing people in government, influencing people in government, say, hey, look what we've created, and trying to find those handful of people that are, are involved in our government who are innovative, who are open-minded and get that and influence them to then influence politics in the government. And so, I think that's like the general consensus, but, um, but yeah, I don't know how any of these systems are going to change. To be honest with you, I don't really expect them to change. I expect this problem to be 100% solved by regular people, by entrepreneurs in the future. That's very impressive. And it's just like how, crowdfunding happens, right? People empower themselves and create a change in the society as well. Now, let's look back at your personal journey, Mark. Is there something that you would have changed in your life when you look back now? You know, honestly, I would change nothing because, um, you know, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm for sure. I mean, I definitely went through, <laughs> went through things that, you know, probably weren't the best, but, um, honestly, I wouldn't change it because, you know, I am who I am. I am, you know, my actions, my thoughts, my experiences. 
And I, you know, I, I love myself for who I am today. And I've made many mistakes and I continue to make mistakes and I have so many problems. We could do like six different podcasts on them. Um, but I wouldn't change anything because I accept myself for who I am. And honestly, like I, I fear that if I would have changed one thing, like I was literally having a conversation about this with my friend. If I changed one thing, I would have screwed. So like, for example, like I, I ended up going to college and academically I had a terrible time. I realized that personally for me, college wasn't for me. Um, you know, didn't really prepare me for my future. And I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday and I was like, yo, imagine if I had went to a good college. Imagine if I had went to a college where they actually did prioritize learning. I wouldn't be doing this. I would be some intern somewhere working, doing something. And so I'm glad that my journey has gone the exact way that it has. And I'm afraid of like messing with that in some way. Like I trust, I trust God. I trust the universe. And I just feel like it's about the present moment for me right now of who I can be in each and every single day. That's amazing, Mark. And I'm so glad uh, you're a guy who lives with no regrets and is always looking at what's next. So what's next for Mark? You know, I think the biggest thing for me is like, I'm, I'm doing so many different things I could talk to you about. Like I am, I am I'm in the middle of starting this organization called For Purpose uh, with a lot of other amazing people who are pretty well known too. And we're basically trying to create a platform that can mobilize and uh, help people who want to change their lives and live their lives more purposefully. Um, I um, I, uh, I just had an audiobook for my book, Screw Being Shy, that came out last week. Pretty excited about that. And, you know, really, I think the biggest thing is I think it's me taking this message and I think it's bringing it to other mediums, bringing it to other platforms where it's the same message, but it's done in a different way. You know, it's like right now I'm actually working on putting some music out there. I have like, I'm involved in different documentaries, um, just trying to find as many different mediums, as many different ways to repeat my message or to say in a different way to hit a different group of people. That's, that's really it. And so, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that I'm trying to do that. Um, but that's something that's always going to keep on changing, changing, changing. So it's just blowing it up even more. So we're super excited about your upcoming endeavors, Mark. And I agree with you in terms of channelizing different platforms, to get your message across to a wider variety of audiences across different cultures and countries. I think that's very much needed in these challenging times. So kudos on uh, your endeavors going forward as well. Yeah, thank you so much. I Best of luck to you too. And um, and uh, yeah, I, I love your podcast. I love the name of your podcast. And, um, and you're a great host. And uh, I think a lot of hosts lack the ability to ask structured questions, but then be able to just be themselves and have a conversation too. And so that's a very rare skill. And so good Thank for you. you. And I, I love this podcast for sure. Thank you so much, Mark. Really appreciate your wonderful words as well. And to our listeners, I would love to say thank you, Mark, again, because Mark is a top podcaster in our community. So when I reached back to him like a couple of months ago and told him, hey, I'm on this podcast and I'm trying to craft my vision. How do I really get to the next level? And he was kind and gracious enough to give me his time and energy in mentoring me. And I really appreciate your continued mentorship as well as Mark. Of course. And I, I've seen you take it and I've seen you apply it. And, 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 and that's the best thing to see, you know? So a lot of the times, you know, what I've learned 
in my life is that a lot of times if you, if you give people advice for free, a lot of times they don't think it's valuable. They don't actually do it, but you have. And that right then and there, that's like one less than 1% of people do that. And so good on you for doing that. And I'm Thank happy you. to have played some small role. Thank you, Mark. That's so kind of you. We have a fun rapid fire round for you. Are you ready for that? Yes, let's go. So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say oh, the God. following and in <laughs> one word, okay? Okay. Oh God. All right. I'll try my best. <laughs> it, it's nice to put a fellow podcaster and like a, a top keynote speaker on the hot seat. So super excited about this. Let's go on. The first one, role model. Uh, race. And what I mean by that, can I explain? Sure, go ahead. Um, so I remember when I was growing up, I feel like I didn't really have any role models. And I think that's because whenever I saw athletes, they were either white or black. Whenever I saw any actor, they were probably white. And so I remember just thinking as a kid, like none, none of them look like me. And so I think, um, I think the more people that we can put in different, whether it's what just their appearance, like their race, their gender, people who from the outside look like people, it's important to elevate them because that's how they become role models uh, for all the other people of all kinds of races and genders and ethnicities. And so, yeah, we need to focus more on that to create more role models like that. So that's a very interesting observation. Thank you for sharing that. What does happiness mean to Mark? Uh, a temporary state of mind. And what I mean by that is, I, I remember when I was depressed I, I, and anxious, I was like, man, I just got to be happy. I just got to be happy. I just got to be happy. But then quite frankly, I realized that happiness is a temporary experience where your neurochemicals are drugging you into pleasure. And I've honestly learned that if you're trying to chase that throughout your entire life, you're just going to seek stimulus. You're just going to seek uh, pleasure. And so the best thing that, that I found that you can do is not necessarily like, like try to search for happiness, but it's try to create the life that you're proud to live. And happiness will become a byproduct of that. You know, like for example, today I did this keynote with uh, like, like literally a thousand students that made me so happy. And then I, you know, came downstairs and I, you know, talk with some people here that live with me. And I, that was awesome. Had a great moment of connection and love. And then now I'm on this podcast with you and, um, you know, this, this kind of stuff makes me happy. And then I know after this, I'm going to, I have a lunch and a conversation scheduled with a friend of mine. And so of course we need to set that intention to be happy. But I also think that some people can kind of chase their own tail in like this happiness spin when in reality, happiness is just a temporary state of mind. It can come and go. And that's a lot of spiritual wisdom in you, Mark. <laughs> I try my best. I, my friends are Jay Shetty, so, you know. <laughs> there you go. What is one fun thing about you that you haven't shared with anyone, but it's exclusive to our Career Up Startup podcast listeners? Oh, man. Um, I, in the middle, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think like in April, when pandemic was was it, like hard and we were all quarantined, I started to work on a cookbook. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, I I'm a big fan of cooking. I cooking is like a second form of meditation for me, and I really just I like I'm not gonna publish it. I might publish it for fun, but I literally just started to put together a book 
for people that want to learn how to eat healthy on a budget, not spend too much time. So I just started putting that together. It's not, obviously it's not done, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the sneak peek. Do you have a name for the cookbook? No, no, I have no idea. It's just, it might be something that I release in like five years, 10 years. So it's not, it's just a kind of a fun, one of the hundreds of side projects that I have that keeps me sane. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, here's the most fun question. What is your native language and one word to describe yourself in it? Arabic, Arabi. Um, one word to describe myself in it. Um, okay, this might be messed up, but I'm just going to say racism. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is I remember anytime that I would speak Arabic when I was younger, I remember I would just be called some kind of terrorist or some kind of discrimination, racial slur, uh, because I was speaking a different language. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Pretty dark, you, but it's okay. <laughs> how do you say thank you in Arabic if you can teach me? Shukran. Shokran. So I should say, Shokran, Mark, thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest on our show. And I'm really impressed with the breadth of knowledge that you have, because people look at you as a podcaster, you know, as a top LinkedIn influencer. But underneath those layers, there's this human 2.0 Mark who has a lot of spiritual wisdom, who has interesting things to share about the scientific uh, evidence behind how our body works and more about giving back to the community as well as somebody who's engaged with people around him. Yeah, no, thank you so much. And, you know, honestly, that just comes from that comes from reading so many books that comes from listening so many podcasts that comes from interviewing hundreds of people where it's just like, I just don't want to waste people's time. And so for me, I would rather tell people just like, like straight up, like the root, the most valuable information that I can give in the least amount of time. And the reality is, is like, yo, if you want to grow your podcast, first off, you have to grow your brain and you can't do that without eating healthy. You know what I mean? So it's all, it's all connected. And so I just, yeah, I just try to, you know, do that with like the most important, most impactful. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Mark. We'll wrap it up with one last comment from one of our listeners. Satya says, very impressive interview. Thank you, Satya, for that. Thank you, Satya. Thank you, Mark. And to our listeners of Curry Up Startup Podcast today with Mark Metry, three key takeaways that we want to share with you. One, live your own authentic life and design a life that makes you happy. But two, don't chase your happiness. Be in a state of mind, like what Jay Shetty says, right? Be in a state of mind that gives you a lot of peace and happiness is a byproduct of that. And two, and the fabulous aspect of all is live a mindful life, which includes eating well, sleeping well, getting your walk in nature, giving your body the nutrients that it needs so your brain gives you the best in terms of becoming a better human and maybe even human 2.0, just like Mark met me. Yeah, 100%, so, I love that. So thank you, Mark. And to our listeners, do subscribe to our uh, Career Startup Podcast. We are on LinkedIn Live. You can follow us, Career Startup Podcast, or me, Priyanka Komla. And find us on your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube as well. Until another episode with another interesting guest, this is your host Priyanka Kumla signing off from Curry Up Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, C-suite executives, and leaders who provide insights and wisdom from the personal journey to inspire you. Thank you.